Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 63. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And of course, we're here each and every week on Wednesday afternoons. Actually, morning, technically. 11.30. It's the afternoon somewhere in the world. Yes. It is. Anyway, we come here each week live in front of an internet audience to talk about all things related to family. And of course, today, Stephanie, we're going to immediately start things off by going to the voice of the community and playing back uh, some audio feedback that we've received over the last two weeks. And the first caller today is from Pam. Hi, this message is for uh, Stephanie, and it's either for a full-time mom or family from the heart, because I've heard her talking about this subject on both of those uh, podcasts. Oh, sorry, this is Pam from Washington State. Um, I've heard her saying uh, some of the difficulties with Megan and how she's saying, you know, you're ruining my life and all that kind of thing, you know, well... Uh, I have a daughter who, uh, when she was, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17, yeah, we went through all of that. And I remember one time in particular, and I think she was probably 17, maybe 18 at the time, and and uh, we were having some confrontation, and I said something to her like, you know, well, you just wait until you have children of your own, you'll understand. And she looked at me and she said, I'm never having children. I'm not going to give you the pleasure of being a grandmother. Well, that was about 14 years ago. She now has four children. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably my best friend. Uh, I adore being a grandmother. She loves having, you know, uh, her dad and I involved in the children's lives. I mean, it's just, it's been delightful. But but I, I, I bring that up to her every once in a while. I remind her of that comment, you know, I'm never having children. You know, four kids later. I mean, she'd probably have 20 if she could, if her husband would let her. But um, she's a fabulous mom, and uh, we couldn't be happier. So, you know, it gets better. It's just, uh, you know, there's just something about girls that it's a little bit more difficult than raising boys. So um, just hang in there, Steph. It'll it'll get better, and someday you can maybe look back on these two and, and, uh, and laugh about it with Megan when she gets older. And remember, you know, your kids are the ones that are going to take care of you when you get older, too. So, <laughs> you know, you've got to get along. Anyway, uh, love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Wow. Pam, thank you for calling thank in. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, Megan and I, um, we do have our ups and downs. But I think the one thing that surprises me is, you know, Pam said that you know she went through this with her daughter, you know, like 14, 15, 16, 17. My surprise is that mine's nine, <laughs> and it's starting already. But... um you know, my mom used to always tell my brother, you just wait until you have kids because he was quite the quite the handful. And um, I had that thought the other day. Well, not the other day, but a few weeks ago, Megan was screaming at me and um, <laughs> just wait till you have kids because my biggest thing with my parents was my mouth. I, yeah, they should have sewn my lips shut. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Uh-huh. 
Well, Megan definitely has uh, a strong will. And I will say that knowing what I know today, that while that gets in the way sometimes and is quite frustrating as a parent who is is a perfectionist and would love complete 100% unquestioned obedience at all times. That's Cliff, not me. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. While that while that's frustrating to me at times, based upon my most of the time unrealistic expectations, uh, I will say that I am very honored and excited to have a daughter who does have a strong will and is able to speak her mind. And 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 you know the thing is, and th- this is this is this is a good quality, but this is one of those things where you have a, a great power. And, and you have a great strength, but you need to learn how to take it and, and, and manage it and control it. Right. But, but Megan, when she does have that argumentative at, attitude and stuff like that, she's able to articulate. She really and is. And clearly communicate her side of the story. Yep. Now, that being said, there are times when her, her, her end of the conversation should end. It should cease. Yeah. But she continues to push forward. But... You know, I'm not certain that I really want to drive all of that out of her. Well, no, I think that that as her mom and the one who is right now through the summer with her the most, um, you know, I'm not even going to say that since we've known that Megan was a child with a strong will, which pretty much was like from day three when we brought her home. um, It has always been my goal and my struggle to parent her without breaking her will yeah because it is a beautiful thing and it is going to be a great character strength as she gets older and uses and learns to use it right yeah i think i think that's a great you know it it, breaking her will and and when you said that you know i can break her into obedience yeah but that's not my goal and well that's what i was about to say is that when you said breaking her will, that immediately I had like some kind of in, in like mental reaction. It's like, ooh, I don't. That's awful strong. But you know what? There, there are some parents, unfortunately, that believe that that's what they should be doing. You know that they they believe that it's their 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 um, responsibility to to hammer their children into submission. Right. You know, and and if you think about, it's, I can't imagine what it must be like for a child of a military, you know, a person. <laughs> Because not that all of them would be like that, right. but I'm just saying that's how the military is. That's like, how listen. I want to be sometimes. Sometimes I want to be like that. Sometimes I, I want to be like, um, you know, one day back when Megan was doing Girls on the Run, we were running on the track and the high school was having football practice. And I'm right. like, sometimes I want a parent like that football coach yeah. can talk to his team players, you know, but that's not for me. That is not um it's going not, to work. There are, there are times when a little excessive, uh, maybe not excessive, maybe excessive is always bad. I don't know. Uh, but there are times when force is necessary. And, and I love what, I think it was, is it Carrie that said in the chat room, uh, my, she says, my kids don't know when they've crossed the line. You know, and, and, and I think it's at those times when they're not aware of the fact that they've crossed the line. That's when we shouldn't just be, you know, snapping and, and right. getting upset and fresh. It's like, listen, they honestly don't know that they crossed the line here. But if they are aware that they crossed the line, they know where the line is. They've, they're, com- and they have purposely 
just like took their stick in the sand and wiped yeah. away the line and drew their own new line All and right. says, this is where I'm going to go. Well, and I think that that's that is, when that's the one the coach that, in me comes out. It the, is <laughs> the drill sergeant. OK, that's one of the things that makes parenting Megan and now McKenna. Um, well, no, Megan, McKenna still very different about the line. But um, since the day Megan knew there was a line, mm-hmm. she'll walk on it. Yeah, she will tightrope on that line and I, and I and rarely ever will cross it. But you can only handle so much line walking. You know, sometimes you're just like, can you like back off like 50 feet? I just, I need a break. But when she crosses it, I mean, she does a sprint. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Goes way over, you know, but that's just recently. I mean, when she was younger, she just continually walked that line. But is, is that, is that, I, I wonder if that's a bad trait. You know, because I'm, I'm thinking about that, you know, because there are so many lines that we're taught to go by. I right. mean, I, it's amazing to me now that I work for myself, how many people believe that it is irresponsible to do anything other than to work for a company, you know, with the security of uh, benefits and stuff like that. They think that, you know, they're there. I'm so thankful that God kind of gave me a buffer between too many people that were negative but there there are people that uh, going back i look at some stuff like you know itunes reviews and stuff like that that you know back when i had first announced that i was leaving to do this full time and and i i look back and see some of the things they were writing it's like listen you know how ridiculous of this are you for doing this you have you have children who does this for a hobby you know how irresponsible can you be and and it's like the 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 status quo the lines are drawn that you know if you are and and it's not everybody it's just a certain subculture of of our society that says you know responsibility equals a minimum of 40 to 60 hours a week of work and um that you're you know you you do this this and this and uh you know i've always seen people who quote unquote own their own business and and I've seen entrepreneurial people and stuff like that. And I and I saw those people who can go golfing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I'm like, what's up with that? You guys. Do-? And I remember looking down, you know, it's like if you only knew what it meant to have commitment. And, and it's like and now it's like, wow, I see another. And, and now I want to say, hey, I that was a line that had always been there. And you know what? There there is life outside on the other side of the line. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm happy that I broke through that. You know, that I remember sharing with people that I'm a part of of a family run business. And and that the you know that I ha- I stand to gain financially beyond imagination. Um you know the things that my mom and dad are able to afford are beyond my comprehension. And because of the income that my dad makes from owning his own insurance agency. And that was going to be handed down to myself and my sister and and all of the stuff. And, and I came into the agency. I came in reluctantly into the family business. But there are there are a group of people who say that if you're in a family business, you don't break from that. That's irresponsible. That is you that is you know you, who are you to be think of yourself as just an individual and selfish and to go out and pursue your own hopes and dreams you know fa- there's this is family here they right. need you right you know and and in the circumstance i will tell you that they they literally it 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 impacted them 
in a negative way when I left because of the skill set that I brought, I, I took away from them. And, and they're begging me consistently, come help me with this, come help me with that. And, and they've talked me into what, 10 days here in October, 10 days yeah. to go and work in October to fill in for my sister while she is off for uh, maternity leave. Well, now I think what happens is that, um, your mom is going on a trip that yeah. overlaps with your sister's maternity leave and, you know, your dad can't do it by himself. Yeah. And so they've <laughs> got me. Some help. <laughs> and now they're asking me for a date in February or March where I can work okay. four days. Okay. I'm like, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. That's all I got to say. <laughs> because you take it away from my business right. now. So, so what you were talking about is that, you know, walking on the line is not necessarily bad. And, and I agree with you. I, you know, there, I know I've said it many times. Megan has some fabulous character traits that are going to be great yep. in adulthood. Yes. Just right now as her mom, I'm, you know. <laughs> and, and, and what we need to do is say, listen, even even in today's society, there are going to be some lines that you want to cross. Yeah. And, and I think what we need to, what we're, our responsibility of parents is not to, to break anything, but to train, right. to say, listen, let, let's talk about, let's not talk about uh, what what are the good things and what are the bad things. But let's let's talk about discernment. Let's talk about wise decisions. Absolutely. You know, because your life is not all about good and bad. What's the right and the wrong thing to do? It's it, it's all about what is the wise decision for you here. You know, based upon your past experiences, your current circumstances, and your future hopes and dreams. You know, what is the right thing for you individually? Not what's right because what I did. Is and that's the one thing I have to be very careful of when I because I remember starting out in podcasting and, and and maybe even what I just said earlier. Some people may take that as to say, well, Cliff's just saying, well, everybody should just break free and go right. do their own thing. No, 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 no. What is right? And that's the same thing, you know, with parenting because I'm sitting here and we keep using Megan as an example only because we've been parenting her longer, um, and because Pam's call was about that. Because yes, but um. What is right in parenting Megan is not right in parenting the other two. More McKenna because they're a lot alike, but um, but way different for Matthew. Not that not that the line moves. The line does not move for any of them. They're all held to the same expectations and that that we've set for them. Is that I think moral expectations. Yes. Yes. Not there. There are some expectations that there are physical and and mature um, mature maturity and levels and you stuff know like things that, that yes. are in, to, in factor. But the moral expectations in our house do not waver. They are the same for all of us. Exactly. And um, but to get them each to that takes different. It's all trial and error, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. But um, you know, so I was just sitting here and I was thinking, you know, um, we talk about how Megan walks on the line, and um, McKenna is either I think McKenna is either so far from the line that you forget she's around, or she's so far past the line that you can't get a break. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. She she is one extreme or the other, but never. And I was going to say that Matthew is just never on the line, but I think because the girls are so um, open and verbal and um, dramatic with their with their line crossing, with their um, disobedience, yeah. with their outrage, that he's sneakier. Well, he sneaks away with things because... 
I I, I want to avoid saying he's sneaky as what as because because okay I, I what I would because I remember people calling me sneaky and I remember that gave me a really bad complex as if I was always I don't call him sneaky to I know. him I don't know of well, a better word to well I I just think that he's not as open about sharing his 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 signs of uh, rebelling against the 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 standards in the line okay he 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 hides it. Hiding, sneaky. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I, I just don't want to, because I, I, I don't think that he's sneaky. I think that just like, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I, I prefer to hide my inadequacies as right, well. Right. You know, it's it, it's, and I think that's natural for so many of us. But I, I wouldn't say that I'm a sneaky person. You know, and I remember because I. I used to do, I used to well, do a lot of things. I didn't mean to imply that was, he was a sneaky person. I know I, I, he is, but you're he's not as outright and open. He yeah, as, like for example, if when the I girls was, if the girls are gonna go, they're gonna they're gonna flaunt it in your face. Yeah, it is. It's kinda, here. I am. Watch me. Watch me do what you don't yeah. want me to here, do. Here's here's the example of this. Okay, so when I was a kid, I always you know everybody who knew me thought I was probably like the poster child of what a child should be you know cliff never does anything wrong but secretly my best friend and i were setting uh forests on fire i know i mean i mean we always put them out luckily there was one time we we were tempted to run and go call 911 but we we got that one out uh we used to blow up big huge gigantic orange juice bottles glass bottles of, of yeah don't listen to this if you're a kid uh, parental of course, the, in- the orange juice bottles aren't glass anymore. Yeah, they're not. But uh, no, I not forests on fire. I, I was I was being a little. It was like, exaggerating. Open open fields, and we would. Cliff and I have been married it, a long time, okay. and these stories okay. just keep getting more outlandish and more outlandish. They, they, they were controlled burns. <laughs> <laughs> except uh, for the street it, the street was not a controlled burn no. um but it it went out pretty quickly it was just gas and it evaporated pretty quickly <laughs> but but you know mom and dad never knew those kind of things were going on except for when one day when my friend came to the front door and we're ready no. and, and he didn't have any eyebrows <laughs> because they were all singed off right. uh, and i didn't have any hair on my knuckles anymore and <laughs> it, it was all gone but anyway, uh, so at least I don't have to deal with that. So the difference is that Matthew would be more like me, and that you know he's out away, and you'll never, you may, you'll ne- never know, you'll never know what he's done wrong, right? Whereas you know, if if I were Megan when I was a child, I I would have done that in the backyard, right? We would have had our science experiments right then and there, so without any concern. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So you have another voicemail, right? Yeah, I do. This one comes from Frank, and uh, it, it, I think it will lead us into the topic of what okay. we're going to talk about today. So here's what Frank had to say. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Frank from Connecticut. Actually, um, this, this is either for a family from the heart or the full-time mom, or both, your choice. I, I've observed something funny. And I just want to know what you guys think about it. Why is it that it's okay when women talk to each other that they can talk about guys on TV or in the movies and talk about how, you know, good-looking they are or how hot they are or how attractive they are, et cetera, et cetera. 
Yeah, if we men do it, our wives just get enraged. For example, I was listening to the full-time mom and Stephanie and um, um, yeah, Sarah. full-time mom whose name escapes me, but she's well, Sarah, I think. She's wonderful. Uh, they were talking about a bunch of different things, and this, and this, this happens from time to time, and they said they were talking about Star Trek, and, and Stephanie said she loved uh, Patrick Stewart, I think his name was, and then they talked about some other guy on TV, and they said, oh, they love him, and it, and it wasn't like, oh, I love him, but it was, 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 but it He's so handsome, or he's so this, or he's so whatever. Yet, I can't imagine, like, Cliff and DJ, DJ sitting on TV, or Cliff and um, uh, uh, the Help I Got a Mac guy talking and saying, hey, did you see um, this this girl uh, in this movie? Yeah, she's, she's, I love her. She's really gorgeous. We just get the, you know what, beat out of us. Just like I, I, I would never say to my wife, wow, so-and-so on TV, this girl's just so gorgeous. Or I, anyway, I just think it's a double standard, and I think we men are just, we're not treated fairly in this. After all these years, I think women have the edge on being able to talk openly about attractive men, and but it's not okay for us to do it. Yeah, that's all I had to say. I had to get my two cents out. Call me crazy. Cliff, I'd love to know your thoughts. Steph, I'd love to know your thoughts. And uh, we'll, we'll keep on listening. Enjoy your, enjoy your podcast. They're all great. Thanks, you guys. Bye. All right, Frank, thank you so much for your feedback. And first of all, that was not Mex Hedrum there. Uh, it, it was. <laughs> I opened up a program while the audio was playing, and it took up that. too many resources on my computer. You can't do that. I know. I okay. apologize for multitasking. So, Stephanie... Your thoughts and feelings first. Okay. My thoughts and feelings first. Um, first, I will tell you it's not okay, and I apologize for doing so. Um, but I will say that when I said I love Patrick Stewart, that was as an actor, not as yeah, but I, think I have was, heard. Now I don't know specifically what he's talking about. I don't know if I said it specifically that day, but I know I have said that. You before. have you have said he is a hot bald guy. He is. Um, and and you did say hot. Okay. I mean, you've said it before. I know. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with this. I apologize for for letting it seem like there is a double standard here in this house because there's not. I just said that we all live to the same line. Um, I will say that I said that in that podcast, and I did not think about it again. Until Frank brought it up. Mm-hmm. Whereas men, I know because I just sat in a sermon on Sunday on pornography, will play it over and over and over again in their head. Um, like the the same reason that we're not going to let Matthew see Transformers just yet, which I'm sure you're going to talk about in a minute. How many times have you seen that in your head since you saw that movie on Monday? Every time I see the name Transformers exactly. come up anyway. Exactly. So, you know, it's men are very visual. And and so for a man to for a husband. OK, I'm speaking from a wife 
for me to know that my husband found that woman attractive and can think about it over and over and over again every time she see he sees the word transformers that would make me feel like I am living up to some expectation. Whereas I can say I think that Patrick Stewart is a handsome man, and that's that. I'm not. I'm not overplaying it. I'm not dreaming about it. It's that's that, which is what I'm working on with my daughter. Okay. <laughs> um, who is obsessed with a certain character on a movie that I've recently let her watch? Right. But um. So I don't know. I, I apologize for for well, letting it seem that there's a double standard. Here, here's my thoughts and feelings on this. First of all, I think there. Also, in this house, I don't deal with je- I I don't struggle with jealousy. That's right. Not some. So it really doesn't bother me. That's what I was going to say. Go ahead. So so here here are some thoughts that I have. First and foremost, I want to say there is a. There is def and, and and I'm sure Frank knows this and but for those who maybe haven't heard this before and and I would assume most have but maybe uh, there is a huge difference between appreciating somebody's beauty and physical attractiveness which I don't think there's anything wrong with at all and lusting mm-hmm. all right um, I I will give you a perfect example of this. Okay. All right. The, and we will talk about the movie Transformers. Okay. <laughs> I went and I will say that the that what the one of the main stars in the movie, uh, female in this movie, her name is Megan Fox. Extremely physically attractive. I mean, just at at first glance. Now I'm I'm certain that a lot of it is makeup and and lighting and also a great airbrushing, deal, a great deal of other things. But I will tell you, but she is. that she has she has um a physical physique and she has you know the the way her hair is done, her makeup, her eyes, just the way that they present her. She is extremely physically attracted very beautiful woman mm-hmm. quite no question at all nope. that is a pre- and that is very possible for me to look at a woman and say wow very attractive very beautiful and and i think even it's okay to even say wow she's hot you know i mean mm-hmm. it, it's it, that and i have said that in the past about many women on television and Stephanie's like, actually she is. She, she's a very attractive woman. And uh, I think probably the most innocent um, comment that has ever come from me like that, and, and I will still say it, is back when we used to watch Alias. Jennifer Gardner in, in Alias, very attractive woman. Mm-hmm. All right? Very physically attractive woman and, and very beautiful looking. And, and, and I'm talking only outward experience, appearances here. And we're only talking physical level, you know, physical level. Uh, and there's so much more, of course, to beauty than that. But I'm talking just right. appreciating somebody's, uh, physical appearance. And yes, very beautiful. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Now, I will tell you, when I watched Transformers, they did things in this movie that not only uh, displayed her physical attractiveness, but they used her physical attractiveness as a tool to induce physical and emotional responses in the people who would watch that movie. Uh, uh, there, I will tell you, and, and we, and I won't give you any spoilers. Although I will say, at the end, there is a lot of running involved. It's a very action-packed film. 
And the two main characters, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, uh, run in slow motion. Are running in slow motion. And I will tell you, I don't know what was going on outside of one specific part of the screen, but uh, of the three minutes that they showed, approximately uh, of that of that scene, approximately. Mm, 60 to 90 seconds of it was a slow-mo close-up of her breasts bouncing up and down in slow motion. And I'm sorry, but that shot was put there for no other reason than for what we call eye candy. I mean, th- no other reason. Um, in, in the, matter of fact, it was in the uh, first, it was also in the first um, movie, the very first movie of Transformers, when she has the hood up, and there, you if you right, we talked about that personally mm-hmm. after we had watched that movie. Yeah, there, there's a scene where she is, you know, it, it, it it's, it's the position that they, it, it's, it's quite clear that, and I will go so far as to say it is, it, it would be on the borderline of what I would call soft corn, soft por, soft core pornography. I mean, it is it is right there. And then there's another there's another actress in this movie who is also very physically attractive. And when I first when they first show her on the screen, I'm like, wow, she's physically attractive, very innocent. And then they show her in a position uh, and physically coming on to somebody in the show and in a way that it, it I mean, it's like, OK, I okay Uh, it was it was it was very sexual and it was very right there and from that point forward and and then if they show her her i I guess you could call it a dress that she was wearing but i mean it left very little to the imagination right i mean very little i mean one half of a centimeter not that you should be using your imagination well that's what i'm saying and and so and and the, the thing is is though they these this kind of stuff is out there and it's when it, it it's at that point I'm like okay that pushes the envelope it pushes the line and a lot of people when they hear me talk about television shows especially like Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice they sometimes get upset with me because I share that you know I, I don't like this or I don't like that and some people talked to you know when the the idea of homosexual relationships come up and and i speak about you know the fact that i really don't need to see this in this television show and so many people say well don't you i don't understand it you, you, it's such a double standard because you know they've got heterosexual sex scene. it's like i don't like those either right i i don't care if they're married on the tv show or not you know th- there are some things that are private and you could just you could i mean if you want to say in a movie or something like that that that's some something's going on you don't have to be so graphic about showing it right it could be done through talk it could be done through so many other things and 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 stuff like that and so anyway but yeah i i think that there is a definite difference between um between appreciating someone's beauty and then lusting and and i don't think it's just a man thing either no absolutely i didn't i wasn't trying to say that it was just a man thing um at all Mm -hmm. but that was not my intention when i was right yeah i understand talking about patrick stewart that few weeks ago yeah i understand that okay and and i when stephanie says stuff like that it doesn't bother me and and to be honest with you uh you know when i say stuff like that I've never seen it bother my wife. And and my wife's the type of individual, as you guys know, <laughs> will share with me what's on her mind. 
So there's no question about that. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I do want to share a little bit about um, the fact that I did go and see Transformers, the movie. I was able, of course, it comes out today. Today. Is it today that comes out or is it tomorrow? It's today. The 24th. Okay. So it comes out today. I saw it Monday evening. Mm Mm-hmm. So I went and saw it Monday evening. I went to a special uh, press screening promotional event. uh, And it may turn out that I will possibly get on the list to be on a lot more of these. And if that's the case, then there may be another podcast that's coming uh, to a GSPN.TV feed near you called GSPN at the Movies. Right. But anyway... With that being said, I went and I really did enjoy the movie overall, but there was something that I was very upset about. The fact is, is that we, uh, when the first movie came out, I had no desire to see it. Right. All right. I never really watched um, Transformers when I was a kid. I didn't even have the toys. My neighbors did. I played with them, you know, and I was too busy taking my other friend who had G.I. Joe toys and we used to blow those up to pieces with firecrackers. Nice. So, and I was watching science fiction television versus watching cartoons after school. So, yeah. anyway, I bas- Ryan's in the uh, in the chat room. He goes, "Yay for press screenings!" He's he's one of the guys who went with me. So, anyway, I never really watched Transformers when I was a kid, okay. and so I had no desire to see it when it came out into the movies, the original one we're talking about. But then one day I was at a home theater store setting up a the arrangements for them to host a, G, a GSPN.TV community meetup for the Lost premiere one year. And while I was there on all the displays, they had, I guess the movie Transformers had just come out. And so they were de- they were displaying Transformers in high definition and surround sound on all these TVs. And, okay, I'm going to admit and tell you guys that one of the scenes in the very beginning of that movie is Megan Fox opening up the way. Like, right. Okay, so you got my attention. Uh, I'll admit it. You got my attention. But then beyond that, okay, and, and I do mean this honestly, beyond that, the action that took place after that and just a few scenes into it, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. And so I sat there and watched it for a few minutes, for a few minutes, and then I said, I've got to get this. We rented it on a date night. And so did we rent it on a date night? Yeah, we came home and watched it ourselves and then watched it with the kids the next day. Okay, that's what, uh, that's how it went. And so we, and we, we watched it together. We found out that it was, this is, it's okay for our kids. I mean, that's what we decided. Right. That's what we, it was okay. We felt it was okay for our kids. And so we all watched it together as a family and very soon after that within a couple of days we had learned that they were already in production on the second movie yes so our entire family has been eagerly anticipating transformers too yes especially our seven-year-old son especially our seven-year-old son whom loves transformers yes he does and i will tell you that um when i went to the movie I enjoyed it, but I was very upset because this is a movie that I'm not sure I feel comfortable allowing my son, who is seven years old, to see. Right. Now, the the in all fairness, the movie is rated PG-13, all right? And we're going to talk about some movie ratings, I think, here in a minute, and we're going to go through them and kind of 
discuss what some of these things are because I didn't I've never looked before. Okay. And in fact, I haven't read them yet. I just linked to them so we could read them and, and kind of just go through it. I figured it'd be something interesting to to do for our show. But anyway, I want to tell you a little bit about what's in this movie. Um, and uh, I've already shared a little bit of it. So there is uh, Titanic was PG-13. Yeah, it, there, there are different movies that I mean, well, the first Transformers was PG-13. It was first Transformers movie PG-13. There were a couple things. Number one, there was the there was no nudity in this movie. All right. But I will tell you what, you don't need it. I mean, in fact, there were things there. There were there were two or three scenes where uh, nudity would have been less of a of a mental uh, going down a mental path than what they actually showed on the television or on, on the big screen. Uh, so the the slow motion action did not necessarily need that at the end of the movie, uh, which, by the way, uh, in that scene, Shia LaBeouf completely, I mean, completely looks, you know, dirt on the face. I mean, he's got scratches and all this stuff. Her hair. And she's shining. Oh, my gosh. Light. It's yeah. like she might as well be doing a Pantene hair commercial. <laughs> uh, it, anyway, <laughs> totally unnecessary. But I will tell you. Uh, it, it's one of those mental images that probably will never go away. And some men would say, ah, oh, that's cool, but it's, it's, it's distracting. But, um, and then there was a t- couple other scenes where it's like, come on, really? Do you need that? All right. But so th- there's that. And, and that's, those are things that I would not be comfortable having my son at seven years old subjected to my daughter, who's nine years old. I'm not even sure that I like the idea of her being subjected to that. Although I think she's mature enough and understands enough that, you know, with us viewing it together as a family that we could have those conversations. So it wouldn't bother me. McKenna, obviously no, right? Just no. All right. But there's a lot of language in this movie. Now there was language in the first movie and there's a lot of language in a lot of stuff today. Language is not something that bothers me. My children, uh, my children know what foul language is. They hear foul language around the, you know, the kids at school and stuff like that. My children know that it's not acceptable in this house. And, uh, and, and, and when my son asked me, how was the movie? And I explained all this stuff to him. He says, well, dad, you know, it's not a big deal, dad. I'll be able to see the movie. I, I can, I won't say those words. And he knows. and, And so that, that the language doesn't bother me. Right. But if language bothers you, this is this one. This one actually took the language to the limit as well. See that just in a movie like that, you don't need it. No, there wasn't language in the first. Like it wasn't it, overboard in the first one. It was wasn't. It? It, there's language in the first one, but it wasn't like. I mean, this one pushes the envelope of language. That I mean, it's th- sad. It it is. It was really. It it, it it was just a little obnoxious. Okay. To a certain degree. Then there was something in this movie that I will tell you, it absolutely ha- added nothing of value to the movie. And it was a drug reference. And it had to do with marijuana baked into a brownie. Okay? Okay. I won't say anything more than that because I don't want to, um, I don't want to spoil the scene. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I laughed. It was a uh, fast time at Richmond's Hi- Richmond High kind of humor. And, uh, it, it, you know, and, and sure, it was, it was funny. But it was out of place and definitely not something that should be in a show that is marketed really and honestly. I know it's PG-13, but it's marketed toward the, my seven-year-old son. You know, the, the toys are every in the commercial, store. Every commercial that is on in between the trailer for Transformers is a toy. 
for Transformers, and now my kid can't even go see the movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Something's wrong there. Chris is in the chat room. He says, it sounds like they're trying to appeal to the 16 to 25-year-old male audience. There's no, There's no question about that. But mm-hmm. their toys, though, in the store and their commercials on television aren't. You right. know, they, their marketing is marketing toward my son. Exactly. And that's what's bugging me about this. And so, so yeah, the language is really on the edge. And then there was the drug reference. And it sure, it was funny, but I'll be honest with you. It, it really, I really felt at that point I was watching a different movie. It's like you had this movie. It's going good. Then you have this scene. And it's like, oh, my gosh, am I watching American Pie? I'm seriously, I was like, I mean, did somebody go in the projector room? Did somebody flip the channel? I mean, that's, that's what I, that's exactly how I felt. It completely pulled away. I mean, it's obviously a tie in to the movie, but it was unnecessary. And to be honest with you, it, it, it really drew, it dropped the quality of the overall movie for me. Um, again, personally, as an adult, didn't bother me at all, but I'm thinking, okay, my seven year old son, this is not a conversation. Actually, no, I take that back. This is a conversation I want to have with my son. But it's a conversation that, you know, it paints this in a very funny way, in a right. very casual way. And, and that's, I didn't need that. And uh, th- that's what I didn't like about that. So there was that. And then was there anything else? I, can't I don't know. Remember. I didn't see it. Um, doo, 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 doo. I think that's it. Language didn't bother me. Drug reference. Personally, as an adult, not a big deal. Kids, no. Uh, and and the sexual stuff was just uh, the that was just too much. But other than that, excellent movie, better than the first. <laughs> nice. Unfortunately, my 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 kids won't be able to watch it. Yeah, that is so that is so disappointing. Yeah, the only the only thing that I could think of, and this is something that I think would be very nice. Uh, I do know I, I don't. I, the thing is though, is that I don't like these things that do this for you. Uh, they, th- you can get these things called TV Guardian and all this other stuff. I'm not a big, huge fan of those, uh, but if you can stick in a DVD and they've already pre-programmed it to do certain things, like uh, whenever somebody says the B-I-T-C-H word, it'll say, you know, th- they'll replace it or just completely drop the audio for that word. Okay. They'll do that. And they'll also skip, you know, if there's like a 30 second scene where the girl's undressed, uh, they will just, it'll, it'll just skip right past that little bit of the scene and stuff like that um you know that would be a way that i could see this movie being watchable for my child but the question is it's like okay but then somebody else is deciding that you know it'd be nice if i had the ability to control what gets skipped what doesn't get skipped and to say like for example what if that person didn't think the the marijuana brownie thing was whatchamacallit right Although I think if it was ju- if it was just the language and the marijuana brownie, uh, and they didn't have the overt sexuality stuff in this thing, if it weren't for the sexuality, I'd let my kids watch it and we'd have the conversations. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, with all of that, I thought this would be an interesting time to talk about movie ratings and ratings and parental guidance ratings. Okay. And so, if you guys want to. It's uh, right here. I have some um, show notes, and I'm going to paste the link to this in our chat room. And we're going to be we're going to be doing a little bouncing around all over the place. And ratings have been around ever since I was a kid, at least for movies. 
there's always been rated R movies and all that other stuff. Uh, TV ratings are relatively new. I mean, that just the last several years, they've really gained uh, popular adoption. Uh, there's a lot of outcry with a lot of video games, especially this um, Grand Theft Auto and all this other stuff that was been, that had gone on in the last couple of years that uh, finally an organization said, you know, we want to self, before the government steps in, <laughs> we're going to self-regulate our own uh, ratings. And so there's some things for games. Um, what I want to do first is I want to click on the first link to the Motion Picture Association of America's ratings, the MPAA ratings. Mm-hmm. And these are the ratings that you'll see uh, advertised for movies. And so, Stephanie, I'd like to go through real quickly. Will you read what a rated G movie is for general audiences? Mm-hmm. A G-rated motion picture contains nothing in theme, language, nudity, sex, violence, or other materials that, in the view of the rating board, would offend parents whose younger children view the motion picture. The G rating is not a certificate of approval, nor does it signify a children's motion picture. Some... See, some snippets of language may go beyond polite conversation, but they are common everyday expressions. No stronger words are see, no stronger words are present in G-rated motion pictures. Depictions of violence are minimal. No nudity, sex scenes, or drug drug use are present in the motion picture. Okay, and typically, when you go, uh, it, typically th- the only movies that are rated G now are Disney movies. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's not true. There's, that's not true. I there's know. DreamWorks and and some other stuff yeah. out there. And and to be honest, but they're with, usually geared towards children. Yeah, I don't know. Most recently, I will say that I, I I I I I think I know where you're, and I don't think I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay. But what I do notice is that um, a lot of the movies that are written for rated G audiences are just as good and entertaining and funny and enjoyable mm-hmm. for parents. And because in fact, there's a lot of stuff. all of that stuff. Exactly. And there's a lot of that stuff in there that's written. You can tell that although this is a G-rated movie, that that line that all the parents just laughed at. The kids have no clue what it means. Cl- wasn't there something, there was something like that in um In all of in them. Up, the, wasn't there? In we all the Pixar movies. It yeah. Yeah. And all the, they're, they're really, I think they're doing a great job of that. I love to see that humor that plays on, you know, just the, mm-hmm. the everyday funny aspects of things. Some of it, I will tell you, can get a little bit on the end. It's like, ah, I don't know that that we should be laughing at that, uh, right. in front of the kids, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, you know, the, yeah, absolutely. The, right. I think that mostly their G movies are, are all kids' movies. But I think I've seen some adult movies rated that weren't written for kids at all. Okay. That have been rated G. And it's like, you know, I like that. Uh, like Fireproof. I'm, I, I don't know, but I'm almost positive that would be rated G, wouldn't it? Probably. I have no idea. I, I should look, but... Anyway, before we I go, I don't know. It might actually be PG with the with the talk of the pornography. He struggles with pornography. Oh, you know what? You're right. Let me look at fireproof rating. Let me see if I can find out for you. Um, do 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 fireproof. But yeah, I you it's know. rated PG. You're right. Thanks. Very good <laughs> for admitting that I was right. That oh, yeah. you're welcome. Um, you know, you don't need all of that stuff to be funny. You know, or or to be entertaining, right? 
And I don't have problems with movies that that no. have that. I mean, there there are Neither movies. Do that, I. You know, I, obviously, I I'll be honest with you. I like the movie Psycho. You know, and, <laughs> I've never and, seen Psycho, and I don't plan on seeing it. I, I think it's a I, I, the original Psycho movie was awesome, and, and I'd watch it again. And and you know, but it's it's definitely it's one that should have an R rating. There's no question about that. Uh, but anyway, let me just before we go on, uh, we've got a couple things in the chat room I want to acknowledge here. Lost Girl says, "I saw this on a blog for a DVD player that allows you to skip mute inappropriate content when watching a movie." And it looks like clearplay.com. Yeah, that's exactly what we were just um, referring to, is that there are some things on the market out there. But the thing is, is they get to choose. And and um, I would love as a parent to be able to view the movie first and mark certain sections myself and then be able to say, OK, now let's watch the movie with what right. we approve. Because sometimes I, there, there might be something that they want to take out that I would they, actually like my kids to actually be able to see and witness and ask the questions. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, and then, uh, great, I wish I would have heard this an hour ago since my boys 11 and 6 are on their way to go see it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I, I don't think they'll be permanently emotionally scarred, though. Your, your, let's see, your sons probably will have bouncing boobies in their minds for <laughs> the next 27 years of Megan Fox. But anyway... That's just how boys are. So it is. Um, anyway, PG Stephanie, what do, what oh, does let this me go one? back there? Hold on. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Okay, PG. And if, now, if for those who go to see the movie, yes. <laughs> they're going to know exactly what I'm talking. They about. are. Okay, a PG a PG rated motion picture should be investigated by parents before they let their younger children attend. The PG rating indicates in the view of the rating board that parents may consider some material unsuitable for their children and parents should make that decision. The more mature themes in some PG rated motion pictures may call for parental guidance. See now I did not know that. Okay. okay. What, anyway, what do you know? What what what's the new revelation there? I want to know. It says that it, it says that um, the more mature themes in some PG rated motion pictures may call for parental guidance. Which I knew that PG meant parental guidance suggested. I did know that. Uh huh. But they're saying that it seems like they're saying that that parents may make the decision that kids could see it on their own as well. Oh, okay, yeah. You, okay. There's no age restriction There's no, involved with right, this. Right, there's no age restriction. So if our nine-year-old goes up to the movie counter, she's going to be able to buy tickets for a PG movie. Right, without, without a parent, a parent being present. there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, there may be some profanity and some depictions of violence or brief nudity, but these elements are not deemed so intense as to require that parents be strongly cautioned beyond the suggestion of parental guidance. There is no drug use content in a PG-rated motion picture. I did not know that there could be possibly not. any nudity in, in a PG movie. I didn't either. I, didn't, I thought that would be in PG-13. I didn't either. All right. Well, let's move but there on. There's no drug content. No drug content. So let's move on to PG-13. I'd rather there be drug content than brief nudity because a drug content you can have a talk about. You can't erase breast out of a boy's mind. Right. Exactly. You know, it's <laughs> I mean, but that's just my personal preference as a parent. Right. Okay. Am I reading again? Yeah. I like you reading. I know you do. Okay. PG-13. A PG-13 ra- rating is a sterner warning. 
by the rating board to parents to determine whether their children under age 13 should view the motion picture as some material might be suited might not be suited for them. A PG-13 motion picture may go beyond the PG rating in theme, violence, nudity, um, sensuality, language, adult activities, or other elements. That's the word I was looking for. Sensuality. This movie is full of sensuality. But does not reach the restricted R category. The theme of the motion picture by itself will not result in a rating greater than PG-13, although depictions of activities related to a mature theme may result in a restricted rating for the motion picture. Any drug use will... See, any drug use will initially require at least a PG-13 rating. More than brief nudity will require at least a PG-13 rating, but such nudity in a PG-13 rated motion picture generally will not be sexually oriented. Okay. So it could be someone dressing. Right. Or, you know, but okay. Yep. But won't be sexual. Um. And see, this movie had no yeah. nudity, but had... Plenty of sensuality. And, and, and yeah, and... Yeah. What was the other part? Sexuality stuff in there? Sexual context. Sexual. It had plenty of well, sexual context. I haven't context. got to that part yet. I'm, yeah. Anyway. Um, now I lost my place. Okay. Um, there may be depictions of violence in a PG-13 movie, but generally not both realistic and extreme or persistent violence. In motion pictures, single use of one of the harsher sexually der- uh, sexually derived words. This is such small writing. I well, the so thing apologize. is, is they, they, these people have never heard of paragraphs. Yeah, or <laughs> sentences. I mean, it's like run on after oh, run it? on. Okay. Okay. Um, More than one sexual, such explicative or no? No, I was expletive. I can't um, persist in violence. A motion pictures single use of one of the harsher sexually derived words, though only though only as an explicit, initially requires at least a PG-13 rating. More than one such explicit requires an R rating, um, as see, as must even one of those words used in a sexual context. Uh, the rating board, nevertheless, may rate such a motion picture PG-13 if, based on a special vote by two-thirds majority, the raters feel that most American parents would believe that a PG-13 rating is appropriate because of the context or manner in which the words are used or because the use of those words in a motion picture is inconspicuous. All right. Now, the next one. I need, I need a PG-13 just to read the paragraph because it makes no sense to me. All right. The next one is, of course, rated R. Yeah. And, of course, when you're a young boy, this is the, this you're thumbing through the guide. This is the this movies is you're the looking you for. Wanna, right. All right. But anyway, a rated R motion picture uh, in the view of the rating board contains some adult material. An R-rated motion picture may include adult themes, adult activity, hard language, intense or persistent violence, sexually oriented nudity, drug abuse, or other elements, all of those of which, except for the nudity, is in Transformers 2. Um, let's see here. So parents are consult, uh, counseled to take this rating very seriously. Children under 17 are not allowed to attend R-rated motion pictures unaccompanied by a parent or an adult guardian. 
Parents are strongly urged to find out more about R-rated motion pictures in determining their suitability for their children. Generally, it's not appropriate for parents to bring their young children with them to an R-rated motion picture. Now, that being said, there have been some R-rated movies that I would say are probably somewhat, in in some circumstances, better than than a um, a PG-13 movie for children. For you know somebody like okay. Megan's age, okay. Uh, I don't have any examples right now, but I'm certain that there are some out there. Okay, because I've seen some movies that are rated R. I'm like that's rated R. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I don't see many. I don't see many rated R movies ever. I don't. To be honest with you, I never look at ratings. I can outside. tell you the last. I can tell you the last rated R movie that I saw. What was that? Sex in the City. Okay. But I knew what I knew what it was when I was watching it. Okay. You know, I I have And it's not something that I'd let my children watch. When I when I think up to this point, now this is something that'll probably change for me, especially now that we've discussed this. This will always be on my mind now. Probably. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, I know what that rating is. Right. But uh I I've never really paid attention to ratings before. Mm-hmm. I now I have when it's time to take the kids to go see a movie. But but when we now when we got Transformers and brought it home, I never looked at the rating. No, we never looked at the rating. Never looked at. But we we viewed it first and then made the decision, and we created our own rating of whether or not we would allow them to watch it. We did, but we never um, considered a rating taking them to see Spider Man. They saw all three Spider Man movies without viewing a rating, and we did not view them first. We did not view them first, and we don't regret that. Iron Man. We saw without viewing first. And Iron Man did have a sexual content portion of it. Although there was no nudity. (laughs) There was no nudity. But, I mean, it it was a sexual content portion. But it was still something that we didn't feel terrible about. No. So, but I mean, I'm really disappointed that... I'm really disappointed that Transformers chose to go that route. Yeah. I am. Yeah, it was crazy. I might be in the minority here, but, you know. Yeah. Okay, and the last one is um, NC-17, and the an NC-17 um, rated motion picture is one that, in the view of the rating board, most parents would consider, um, this is a patently too adult for their children 17 and under. Patently, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, children will, no children will be permitted. NC-17 does not mean obscene or pornographic in the common or legal meaning of those words and should not be construed as a negative judgment in any sense. The rating simply signals that the content is appropriate only for an adult audience. An NC-17 rating can be based on violence, sex, um... Aberrational behavior, drug abuse, or any other element that most parents would consider too strong and therefore off limits for viewing by their children. At the movie theaters. So if you are looking to go take your, what is an NC-17 movie? I have no idea. American Pie was probably an NC-17 movie. I don't think so. No? No. I think it was just rated R. Are you you kidding me? That was geared, that was probably PG-13 because that was geared towards 17-year-old boys. I don't know about that. Do you want me to look it up? She's going to go look it up. Anyway, it's got to be an R. Chris says he thinks it's an R. Okay. Anyway, so those are the MPAA. and there, There's a link to that here in, in the forum in the show notes under episode 63. Just head over to gspn.tv slash forum. Look for Family from the Heart, and then you'll see episode 63 show notes parental guidance ratings and uh we're not going to go through the rest of these we're gonna um we've got it was rated r you're right 
Okay, link to the ratings. Uh, but it wasn't NC-17. There's this one time was, in band camp. Come yeah, on. I'm telling you, that was that was geared towards 17-year-old boys. There was no way it was yeah. NC-17. All right. But anyway, link to the ratings for television shows. There, There's a whole breakdown of what TV-17 or TV-7FV is and TV-Y and TV-G, TV-PG, TV-14 and TV-MA. So if you're interested in learning what some of those things are, uh, just so you know, your many television sets today, Why is youth, m- right? many television sets today, as well as cable and satellite boxes, they have the ability for a parent to go in and set a guide to where, number one, it'll either completely block certain of those ratings. Uh, so And you don't have to block out an entire channel. It's just all of a sudden if a TVMA show comes on, uh, uh, you know, at two o'clock in the morning on on your saying. local station, you know, your local NBC station, it will just automatically just black that channel out during that showing of that show, and uh, so th- those kind of rating controls are there for parents, and you can also do password protected and and other things like that, uh, and also entertainment software rating board. This is for video games. There are there are guides there as well. Uh, and ratings. If you're not aware of that, you have C, you have E, you have, uh, I mean, well, a bunch of different ratings. And you can go in and read what each of those are. I, I think, you know, I think the unth- important thing here is is that parents need to judge where their kids are, what conversations they are willing to have. I, lean- I think that has a lot to do, uh, so much to do with it, especially in our house. What conversations are we willing to have? And I, and I, and I do believe that we parents need to have more conversations and be more willing to have, but at what age yeah that right. that's the thing you know it, it, i i think like i would be okay having the conversations with megan matthew maybe it's time to have the conversation but maybe not to, it's it's time to have the conversation but it's not time to sit there and, and show him the the three scenes that i'm referring to from transformers right you know what i'm saying yeah there there are sometimes you can have the conversation without showing the demonstration if you know what I mean. Right. All right. So yeah. anyway. And we make wanna... sure make sure as as a spouse that you are on the as parents that you're both on the same on the same page as to what your children can view. Exactly. Yep, absolutely. And then of course, uh Daryl uh from Dar- uh, from Mardell.com, M A R D E L dot com told us about something called uh dove.org, D O V E dot O R G. Uh, it is the Dove family approved videos, DVDs, and movies. Um, you know, I, there are a lot of Christian based uh, video or entertainment review sites out there. Some of them are way too conservative for my taste, but I've not looked at this. But it's something you could look at as well if you're interested. Um, what Stephanie and I are, I have applied to see if I can get onto that promotional list, and uh, I, I sent an email yesterday and hopefully stephanie and i will be able to go out and you're always going to get the same kind of review from me it's, it's basically this is what i thought about the movie and uh you know i am interested in in checking it out of course there's going to be a lot of movies that will probably be there it's like i don't know about that one. right but who knows who knows it, it'll be it'll be fun and um so we might have our own little review and we may even be a little bit too conservative for you i don't know and sometimes we'll be a little bit too liberal for you and that's why I say, you know, go and see the movie first if that's what you want to do before you show your kids. And uh, that's what I'd say anyway. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, 
thankyoumardell.com M-A-R-D-E-L.com if it weren't for them we wouldn't be doing this podcast on a weekly basis because uh, it, it takes a lot to get in here to the studio especially during the summer with the kids out of school and stuff but we're here every week and we love this show and we love Mardell.com for sponsoring this show I was going to say McKenna only opened the door crying one time that's right and also, I just want to say that um, Mardell does have a very good selection of uh, of movies that are available there on DVD, as well as music CDs and books, of course, Bibles, homeschool materials. Anything you buy from them, you get 10% off if you will use our promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. That tells them, number one, that you, you appreciate their support of our content at familyfromtheheart.com. And uh, we we appreciate that you guys are shopping with them over at Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L dot com. Stephanie, until next time, join Join the the community. community.